The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. With crystals like Folgers Picking up momentum Rolling like boulders They call me ice But I'm really much colder My rhymes is heavy Like the weight on my shoulders I'm spitting that red hot Smoldering lava I fight to the end Like the Navajo Crack a bottle though Making the goose With cranberry and triple sec Triple my check I feel the ripple effect Of a fool on the loose I hit you from every angle From obtuse to right Street shit like JJ of Dino Slide me some dough, I show you an execution in the flesh And promise not to leave nothing left If you vomit, I keep stabbing, shooting, damaging, looting Till it ain't no disputing who the greatest is What's up, party people? Mm, yeah. Just hit me What's up, y'all? Thanks for joining Mike Robertson Boulevard on a nice little uh, August Tuesday night. Man, damn, the year is going by fast. Kind of slow, but fast at the same time. Welcome to Mike Robertson Boulevard live in Morris Media Studios. What's up, poetess? Raise the roof. Raise the roof. Don't just say what's up without raising the roof. How's everybody doing, man? Thanks for joining. As y'all can see, I'm rolling solo, dolo, del for self tonight. We got a lot of stuff to discuss. We got some callers calling in. We are digging in deep tonight. And when I'm solo, I just feel like I'm just going extra. You know what I'm saying? I ain't holding back. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> um, so coming up tonight, people. <laughs> I got some things to discuss. Uh, the main uh, question for tonight is, do your kids or family members have information on you that they could use against you? <laughs> and would they? <laughs> That's what we're talking about tonight. Um, next week, I got a very exciting guest. Uh, one of my homegirls uh, wrote a book. Lisa Rogers Cherry. It's called Lifting the Burden of Debt. I'm halfway through the book right now, man, and I'm learning some games. So we're going to talk about that next week. Also coming up, I've been getting a lot of calls, a lot of texts, a lot of people hit me about the PIP interview. I'm still getting that together with my man PIP. That's coming up too in September. Plus some uh, hip hop greats, man. I got some stuff rolling up, y'all. So keep tuning in. Today, we're going to go over our trending items. Uh, then we're going to get into it, man. You know what I mean? Um, I Please, I need some callers. All my listeners who call in, I mean, who listen every single week and never call. And then in the comments, you say, man, I should have called in. Call in, man. I need you. <laughs> the number is 323-815-4204. 323-815-4204. And, you know, feel free to like this video as well as share the video. Please, man. I'll try to keep the cussing down to a minimum. Some of my people say, man, I don't share the stuff, man, because you be going in too hard. So, you know, I try to keep it down, but, you know, I can't control it all the way. But anyway, if you feel like you like it, share the damn thing. I just went wrong right there, huh? <coughs> First thing, poetess. <laughs> I want to talk about this thing that's happening right now. There's a lot of flack going on around right now because school just started. And what I didn't even consider, I looked at it as an opportunity for people to save money, but there's a lot of pressure for these kids to go school shopping. School shopping and you ain't going to school. What's that all about? So apparently kids are wanting to look fresh on the Zoom calls. 
So not only do you get sweated in the schoolway hallways about like, aha, you wearing the same outfits every two days. Aha, I saw that. Aha, you got some new items. Aha, 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 aha. Now the pressure is stepped up to the Zoom calls? Damn, you checking me out so much that on the Zoom calls I gotta be fresh? Well, the kids are feeling the pressure, man. And then the schools are now saying, look, we got some protocol, man. You can't just come to the Zoom call with your shirt off or with your tank top on or with your hat to the back. You have to have a dress code for the Zoom calls now, man. What the hell is the world coming to? I don't know, man. What you think about that, POTUS? Think you should be able to regulate what you could wear at the crib? Um, at least they can buy a bunch of tops. They can <laughs> have to wear <laughs> buy a whole bunch of pants. I mean, ah, uh, true that you can be in your is, drawers, huh? The camera can be, you know, above the waistline. So true that. Yeah. So yeah. maybe you're not spending as much money. Are you only spending half the money? Yeah, because shirts don't usually cost as much as and jeans plus, and pants. School shopping and shoes. is like an American tradition. Like I remember when my dad used to come pick me up to take me school shopping. So it was it's like a tradition. <laughs> Did your parents take you school yeah, shopping? Yeah, it was an expect I expected it, man. I I spent the whole summer talking about where I was gonna go, what was I gonna get, what was I gonna pick up. Mom, when we going school shopping? Mama, when we going school shopping? Did you Mama. wear brands or did you? Were you into the fashion? Like, at what what grade did you start caring about what your clothes <laughs> look like? I think I cared. Okay, when did I really care? I think I started caring about. Yeah, I want some fresh items. Probably around the fifth grade. Fifth, fifth grade? Fifth or sixth grade. But it didn't have to be. See, then we didn't have brands. We had like tough skins and shit, which I guess that was a brand. But I think had tough skins and Billy the Kids. I think the thing back then is if you didn't wear the same thing in the same week. I, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. And see, my mom was on this thing like, I'm going to buy five outfits. <laughs> you get five to last you the whole week. You know what I mean? So you could wear shit together in that first week. But then you got to like in week two comes a problem. You got to mix in the old shit with the new shit and or flip them or flop them. Because it's strange, but fools be remembering your items you had. They really do. Like, ah, I remember that. Ah. And I'm like, dude, why are you checking my items, man? You know what I mean? But I remember fools' items, too. And now people are tripping like that for their Instagram pictures. Like, I oh, I can't wear that dress on Instagram again because I've already posed Ooh. with it. <laughs> so that's a whole other layer. Yeah, that's another layer to the game. You can't even wear your shit again twice. That's how I feel when I perform on stage. If I wear something, I'm like, damn, man, I kind of got to throw it away. <laughs> damn near. <laughs> <laughs> I wore this to three shows yeah. already. <laughs> Fuzza. Well, when you go to different cities, they don't know that you had that on in L.A. or Atlanta. <laughs> well, except for the, you know, I posted the pictures. <laughs> and look, what? Oh, man, you in Atlanta now. Last night you was in Tuscaloosa. When you had time to wash that right there? You ain't had no time to wash that since yesterday. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though. Men don't have to. I don't know. It seemed like it's easier for guys to pick out clothes because you guys can look casual in some nice jeans and a, a shirt. Yeah, you can wear the same jeans a million times. I know that once I got to like high school, though, I started being re real more like much more strategic about my items. Like when school first started, first of all, on the first day of school, I didn't wear anything new on purpose. Like, let y'all burn all y'all new outfits and shit. <laughs> okay, so were your parents buying your school clothes in high school, or when did oh, they stop? All day. My Okay, my parents, when did it stop? Okay, I told you, I got five, five outfits, right? Well, when high school hit, ninth grade, 10th grade, I got my five outfits. 11th grade, 12th grade, uh -huh. I was doing some boosting. <laughs> I was doing all types of shit. <laughs> I had to get my own items, man. 
I got a I got a little bit of money to go pick up some stuff, but I was getting strategic pieces at that point, not really like full outfits. Accent pieces that exactly. you can rock with Exactly. A few polos, few certain belts. You know what I mean? I go to swap meet for my socks and my t-shirts and my drawers and a few, you know, Swami was good for some fake items, you know, like a fila jacket that really wasn't real, but it looked dope as shit. <laughs> I think my parents stopped buying me school clothes around junior high school. Really? Junior high? Yeah, because I had to get a job after that. Like when I got to high school, I had to get a job. Oh, now I had a job now. Don't think I ain't had no job. I worked in the church parking lot. I have expressed that on this, on this show before. <laughs> I made my $35 a day in the church parking lot as the security guard. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That should help you with school clothes. (laughs) (laughs) So now I hear that some schools, I think you might have mentioned this, are requiring uniforms still. Man, what the hell is that? On a Zoom call. Yeah. You You got schools that say like, okay, you can only wear these items on a Zoom call or don't join the call. You know, I'm like, damn. So ain't, I'm not supposed to learn anything. Why are you even checking what I have on in a Zoom call? That's what I just want to know. That's a trip. That's well, doing I way think, too much. Um, I think <clears throat> that um, it's cool in a way that it keeps the kids still in a routine for when they go back to school. If you ever. You still have to get up. <laughs> you still have to put on your clothes. You don't want to take them too far off the routine. Oh, is that what it is? I it's think. Preserving I mean, the that's, routine. That's one way of looking at it. Yeah. It's like I you guess still so. have to get up, you still have to get dressed, eat your breakfast, and <laughs> eat your four food groups. <laughs> and then get on a Zoom call. Oh, man. I've seen some funny, like, bloopers with kids on <laughs> Zoom. There's one that there's a kid on Zoom and a mom. Uh, walked by with a blunt in real life. Oh, yeah, I saw that. She was like, man, you parents, y'all got to watch what y'all doing in the background. (laughs) Or pops walking through with his drawers on, like, ooh. Exactly, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. You put yourself on blast, you end up getting your kids taken away from you. And it's happened with adults that are on meeting calls and Mm -hmm. they think their camera's off and Mm. they just have on their shirt and no bottoms. Yeah, and they stand up. Yeah. Well, there was this one dude who was on a Zoom call with his job and he thought that, like, his camera was off or whatever and while everybody was talking, he started rolling up some weed and shit. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> he started rolling up some weed, and everybody was doing this like, no, no, no. And he was like, I think. And then he started. Once he lit it, one dude, they were rolling. He's fucking masturbating. Ah, oh, I think I saw that one. Yeah. Where he had his porn on, and he had got his lotion and shit. Yeah. <laughs> And, he was and they were like, like and they were like, yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> they were like, oh, my God. And it do. At yeah. that point, you just got to end the whole Zoom meeting. Like. Man, you got to <laughs> drop the dude, whoever the, whoever the administrator is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, is. you can mute the You can drop the stuff. dude. Yeah. But look, they put, hey, man, that's some haterade right there, man. That's like a hall monitor type motherfucker that just, like, let you do what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next item, man. Herschel Walker went to the RNC, the Republican National Con. Was it conference? Yeah. Herschel Walker, man, come on, man. Oh man, Herschel Walker, one of the baddest running backs ever, ex Dallas Cowboy, my squad, is selling his soul to the game. He says, look, man, why y'all dissing Trump, man? We've been friends for 25 years, and he ain't never done no racist shit to me. He is not a racist. So Trump brought Herschel Walker on basically to say, uh, to have a black dude say he's not a racist. But he's not going to treat you like that. Trump owned the USFL for a while that he ran into the ground, but he, ran, he owned that, and Herschel Walker was their number one person. So, you know, he's not going to treat him like that. He gets special benefits and, you know, smiles and, hey, come to the owner's box and all that. 
You don't know, bro. You don't know. A lot of times when people welcome black people into their circle, they don't consider them black. Yeah, true that. Yeah, like Eddie Murphy or Michael Jackson. Oh, he's not black. Did you see the video (laughs) with all the white people that Beyonce's black? Did you see that one? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, my God. There's a video out there called Beyonce's Black. And it's like it's the end of the world to like all these white people. Oh, like, to oh my God, that she's black. <laughs> Beyonce's black ever since her Black is King video came out. We never knew. <laughs> we just thought she went to the tanning salon. It was hysterical the way they wow. pieced it together. I didn't see that. Yeah. They should have known how she'd be talking about having hot sauce in her purse and shit. <laughs> no, that's why I'm saying that when white people like you, they don't consider you black. Oh, right. You're like uh, light black. Black light. <laughs> You're brown. No, he's just um, shaded. He's just uh, got uh, pigmentation. Man, I don't know. I, I felt sorry for Herschel Walker, man, sitting up there, man, looking like a straight clown man come on herschel come back to the people you better be careful i mean it's kind of i didn't hear trump say anything about when herman cain died did he make any kind of comment or tribute to no i didn't hear anything probably just ordered some pizza and shit Mm. yeah so herschel walker and then they had i heard the indian looking chick uh that did that baltimore commercial (laughs) did you see that commercial where she's walking through Baltimore. You said Indian looking chick. I don't know where she was. I don't know if she's this person is black. I think she's or, black, right? Is she not? Is she black? I don't know. Walking through Baltimore yeah. talking about how horrible and bad yeah, it is. Yeah, but and she's that. walking through and I'm like, well, where are all the people at? Are you just walking through an abandoned neighborhood? Like Yep. Mm-hmm. At probably six AM, right when the sun came up. Yeah, I thought that that thing was. It's a lot of trickery, man, going Baltimore on. Baltimore was that people, way man. even when it was under Republicans. So it's a lot of trickery going on. Yeah, to me, it's like when are we gonna? <clears throat> I don't know. On one hand, yes, we should have definitely an expectation of our government, but on the other hand, it's like we out here in these streets need to survive like no matter who's in the white house yeah man to me the power is in the people man all they're doing is up there sitting there trying to represent the people the power is in the people you never lost the power we just don't use the power people the power is in you if we just all stuck together see man the thing is us Black people, we have a lot of things in common that's a common interest for all of us. We don't have to like each other. We don't have to agree on shit. We don't have to want to hang out. We don't want to have to support this or that. But some of the stuff is a common interest for all of us. All we got to do is stick together on that. Like where you spend your money and how, and supporting black banks and um, you know, not wanting to be shot and killed by police and all these items that's like, you know, education, how we want our schools to be, how we want them to look, how we want supporting our neighborhoods and, and all these types of things for black people that we have in common, man. Let's just start working on those things. All the shit we disagree with, man, let that shit just be. We don't even do that. And that's where the power is, man. The power is in the unity. The power is not in your individual, independent opinion. Nobody gives a fat, fart, flying fuck about your little opinion, man. It doesn't matter. It's just you and how you feel. Let's just join the collective and make some shit happen. That's what Mike Robertson Boulevard says. <laughs> what else man anyway herschel walker man you were a good running back herschel walker you put in good work you put in good mileage on those legs you put in some serious um game on that field man i'm a follower i'm a believer herschel walker is a guy that came out and said i don't lift weights have you seen a picture of herschel walker 
this nigga is yoked as hell. He don't lift weights. You know what he does? How old is he? I don't know. How old is he? He's older than I am, I think. And I'm 72. Herschel Walker doesn't lift weights. You know what he does? He does 1,200 push-ups a day. He does 1,200 sit-ups a day. He does 1,200 squats a day. That's discipline. He said, I don't need no weights. He's 58. He's 58. Yeah, you want to step to that 58-year-old, he'll beat your ass. <laughs> but, but his beliefs and all that, man, God, man, I just can't even roll with it. That's what I say. For real, though. All right. Next item. This is some shit that I cannot stand, party people. I, Mike Robertson, Michael Robertson, King Mike Boogie, all my names, whatever you want to call me, Skateboard Mike, all this stuff. I cannot stand these non-voters talking shit about what voters are doing. You got this new movement. I'm not voting for anybody. Fuck all these candidates. All this, man, man, man. Yeah, Biden is worse than Trump. Trump is worse than Biden, man. Fuck all these guys. They are spending so much time and energy to trash these uh, uh, candidates, and they're not even voting. If you are a non-voter, why do you spend so much time talking about what voters are doing? Why do you even care? Why does it even matter to you? If you're not a voter, you don't believe in voting, and you don't think your vote matters, then shut the fuck up. Shut the F up. A million times over. Shut the F up. Nobody want to see your statistics on uh, what Biden did in 1972 and what Kamala did in 2002 and all this shit, man. Shut up. And a lot of it is misinformation. Yeah. People are just posting memes and running with the memes. Like the main one for Kamala is she locked up 1,500 black men over weed. Now, unless you, um, hang on. <laughs> unless you're coughing from some weed uh, right now. Right. <laughs> unless you went and looked at all the files of everyone who was arrested for weed, how do you know what ethnicity they are? Like, you really have to dig deep and get files and shit to, to determine how many, and how many of those 1,500 that were arrested for weed were non-black? Well... And how many <coughs> were... Um, those cases were handled in a lower court she didn't prosecute them per se and then looking at um i did the research on that whole thing when she became in her position the prosecution rates for marijuana went down drastically well they don't want to talk about that they don't want to talk about that well, and look. she was anti-death penalty that she was saying they sent she sent black men to the death to death row and all of this but she was anti um death penalty well i i here's how i feel let's just say all of it's true which is not but let's just say it was right what difference does it make to you if you're not even gonna vote at all anyway why are you pushing out the propaganda to try to drive people to not vote like you Everybody gets to do what they want with their own vote. You can't tell another person what to do with their vote, man. It's their vote. You can vote for Trump. You can vote for Biden. You can vote for, vote for Mr. Kanye West if you want to. Or you cannot vote at all. You get to decide, man. It's your choice. You get to do this, man. Why do you give a fuck if you are a non-voter? I don't care, man. I don't vote. I don't. Ain't no good candidates. Or ain't none of it for me. Or forget that my ancestors 
you know, fought for it. That don't mean nothing right now. I get this. All that shit, man. I heard it all. And they say voting doesn't matter, but why are they going through the whole trouble of trying to sabotage the, the voting process if it was already fixed? Yeah. If it doesn't matter, man, why do you even care? At least vote locally. I mean, at the very least. But we got to get... Every, you know we got to get trump out of there um so, i don't know i i've i've deleted a lot of people on facebook for posting lies yeah me too man oh and it feels so good yeah let me tell y'all people my timeline has been a lot better <laughs> oh man i discovered this about two months ago and my facebook experience is beautiful I love it, man, because now I just get to see all my friends. And, hey, man, how's your kids doing? Hey, where'd you go? What'd you do, man? How you feel? Great. Beautiful. But all you motherfuckers that are bringing your out of whack, out of from Mars and Saturn opinions to the game, trying to sabotage shit, and you ain't never done shit, and you ain't never fought for shit, and you ain't never been shit, and you're trying to be special on Facebook, believe me, people... Mike Robertson says, you've been blocked. And now some people I love, like my friends and stuff that still say wild out shit. Mm -hmm. I haven't blocked you, but I have put you on the 30 day sleeper. Or or the unfollow. So you could still like you could still be their friend, but you can unfollow their post. Yeah, you can unfollow their post. Right. Okay, so there's that level. Right. Right. And then there's this level that I tend to uh favor which is the 30 day block (laughs) the sleeper mode (laughs) yeah the sleeper mode i give you 30 days to get your act together and i'd be feeling good man like damn i ain't been getting no drama no sweating or nothing and then after 30 days pass i see you put up that bullshit i'd be like oh okay it's time for 30 more days nigga (laughs) you put them in your own facebook yeah they be in my own facebook jail all you gotta do is click on them three little dots to the right side of their post and it gives you options. And it says, hey, sleep this person for 30 days. It'll make you feel great. It'll make you feel special, man. Isn't it interesting, like, people that you've known for years and then you see these posts that you realize you never really knew Yeah, like, man, all. what is your problem, man? When did you lose your thinking? Yeah, I had to delete a few people, like, Forget the 30-day sleeper. Forget all of that. You're just deleted. Yeah, man. Oh, oh forget the 30-day 30, 30 <laughs> right. sleeper. Yeah, you're just gone. <laughs> so Amazon actually caught some heat because you know they were selling those T-shirts that said Joe and the Ho. Joe and the Ho? Yeah. Oh, I know. Calling Kamala yeah, a Ho. is that crazy? Man. Look, man, here's the thing. Let me talk about Kamala. I talked to her about her last week. I'm not into any um, DAs. Let me talk about that. I don't fuck with DAs. And I have some friends that are DAs, some beautiful ladies, matter of fact, that are DAs or that have been DAs, and I love them as people. But the job that you do, I'm not a fan of it. Somebody has to prosecute criminals. Look, I'm not a fan. Why not? Who's going to we just you just want people to walk around here dangerously? Hey, you know what? I'm not in that. If you want to put people, I don't believe in this whole idea of putting people in jail. Well, what do you do with people who murder, kill, we rob might, you? They what might what need, happens look, to them? They might need to get murdered, killed and robbed in the same way they did to someone else. That's what I believe in. Eye for an eye. Look, this this thing, this idea of jail was created thousands of years ago, where the only thing that could come to somebody's mind is, "Hey, lock this person up, put them in this cage, and don't let them out with the rest of us." Whoever said that was the right way to treat to treat a problem? Whoever said that was the right way to really like make somebody suffer or pay? We don't know. We haven't advanced from that shit in all this time. We haven't. Jail is the part of the Constitution that says you're still a slave. That's the part of it that says you're still a slave. 13th Amendment says it in writing. You are still a slave. This shit, everybody is equal except the convicted felon. So I'm not going to support that shit and like always say like, go to jail, go to jail, go to jail, go to jail, go to jail. 
There's so many things that could be prevented in our society if we just did smart things from the beginning. But since it's such a hustle and it's such a part of people coming up and people making money and helping and feeding the <clears throat> the economies and all that stuff, we've all bought into this, man. As long as you keep them away from me, man, I'm cool, right? That's what we bought into. So I, Mike Robertson, I'm not into that, man. And especially... When you're putting people in jail, now, like, if you're a Dylan Roof type motherfucker, you go into church and shoot up nine, kill ten people and all that, yeah, I understand. You need to go to jail. But anyway, you really just need to go to jail so in jail they could kill your ass. That's what that shit should be about. It's still back to the disposing of these people. But this idea that, like, you smoke some weed on a park bench and now you in jail, hell no. You, you, you smoke some weed in your house and the weed... Went out the window and your neighbor called the police on you and now they come and now you in jail. Okay, that, Hell yes. no. But there are some real hardcore criminals out there that need to be locked up or killed. Period. Okay. Fair, okay, fair enough, right? So the thing about... Okay, let me tell you what my real problem is, right? <clears throat> I'll just go to my real problem. I don't disagree with the idea that, okay, what you said, some people out there, man, they so damn wild, they need to be locked up or killed. Okay, fine, great, right? But the tactics that they use to determine who those people are and what we're going to do with those people, how they be like saying, uh, hey, if you tell me about this dude, I'll let you go even though you killed 15 people. I'll still let you go because I really want this guy. All those kind of tactics and all that is adding to the corruption and the destruction of the people, man. We should be policing ourselves, policing our own neighborhoods, um, going back to when people respected people's mamas and grandmamas. And you're not going to do shit around this person because I respect this person. Not this whole running wild, crazy shit we got right now where it's anarchy. I just not feeling that, man. So for someone like Kamala Harris, who is a DA and who has locked up many people and however many numbers you want to say for weed and all that stuff, whatever, I don't care. I'm not a fan of them, but I am. I am smart enough to look at her and say, hey, she's sharp and hey, she's very smart. And I like how she's sweating these people on uh, um, uh, congressmen and. Uh, uh, and people in the Senate and all these things, I'm impressed by her. She's sharp. She's a sharp character. So I think that she is fit to be in an office, even if I don't care about what her past is and what type of shit she did before. My problem is people like Trump, who isn't fit to run your Burger King. You would have not hired this motherfucker. If niggas told you that she he got sexual assaults, grabbing pussies, Fucking got sued more times than anyone else in this country ever. He holds the record. Uh, defrauding people. Um, all the shit that he does, man. It goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. He just is not fit. So my problem is with him. You want to be a Republican? You want to be like all these little black Republicans and all that shit? Have at it, man. Enjoy yourself, man. But this guy is in either party. And that's why my problem is with him. And that's why I would vote for Kamala Biden situation just to bring back some smart people in the house, man. That's all I want. Did you read anything today, nigga? Did you read something? That's what I care about. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's crazy. We're we're how many months away now? Um, two months. Yeah. Two months plus two weeks. Something like type that. Type shit. I don't know. It's getting scary, man. I think one thing that's happening right now, which is pissing me off about these non-voters, is how much propaganda they're pushing out there to people to sway people to not want to vote. Or to say that, like, Biden, Kamala are so horrible that, hey, let's just keep Trump in office. And they are so weak and so soft that they won't just admit that I like Trump. J 
Just admit it, man. Stop with this fake ass bullshit talking about, um, hey, man, you know, Biden did this and he's a racist and he wrote this law and he wrote that law in 1972, in 1974, in 1978. Like, your ass ain't changed since 1978. And, you- what, and what was the social climate back then? Was it, re- was it necessary to have that law? I mean, uh. Look. Uh, exactly, and black people were lobbying for some of that shit themselves. Uh, a politician. Most of the crime was going on in our own neighborhoods, like. Um, and they were pushing for it. The preachers, NAACP, all these motherfuckers was pushing for that shit. And what a true politician does is try to impress the voters, even if he doesn't believe in it. He tries to impress the voters. So that's what they do. A guy like Trump, though, doesn't care about the voters. He doesn't, he doesn't care, care about, about the voters. Anybody. He doesn't read. He doesn't yeah, do... Yeah, he doesn't do shit. Didn't his um, niece secretly record his sister, who's <laughs> a judge, and she, the judge, his sister judge, <laughs> was like he's incompetent or something she said yeah. off the record about him? Man, that was crazy. Where the daughter, okay, his sister's I heard his mama daughter. even said, I don't know oh. if his mama is still alive or not, but I heard she thought he wasn't shit. Yeah, right? mom said some shit, exactly. And his sister said he's a liar, he's lying about everything. Man, everybody around him. What about just all the people that's gone to jail? Everybody appoints looks like a damn, um, um, you know, uh, a bouncer at a mob club or some shit like that. And these niggas is going to jail. All Everybody this shit around he's getting them. getting away with. I just hope that the next person in that seat does not get away with all that shit. The next person in that seat isn't even doing all that shit. Yeah. He is a supreme, uh, extreme level of crime. He's a criminal. That's why we still haven't seen his taxes after four years and shit. But I tell you what, New York State. It's on that ass, goddamn. That's it. why, you, but you see, they re, even removed the top person from New York. I know. So it's like he's doing everything he can to, but I just. Isn't it criminal, though? Isn't that like a crime? It's so obvious. It is so obvious. And, and I have to side eye people who like this guy. Like. I know. How can you like this guy? How can you like a guy who can't even fucking read? If well, I like I I wouldn't hold that against him. If you're but the I, president, though, you hey man, this is a lot of shit you need to be reading. That he doesn't. He doesn't even <laughs> listen to them when they read for him or give him briefings. He just nah. does what he wants. And I heard that he doesn't like anybody to tell him anything. He wants them to show pictures. Like, if if your communication with him, it got to just be pictures. (laughs) If you guys want to join in the conversation, the phone number is 323-815-4204. We're talking about uh, the upcoming election, school clothes, (laughs) Herschel Walker. Voting. (laughs) Non-voters. Exactly. Okay, so is a non-voter better than a vote for trump or is it the same man okay look let's talk about that because the thing is this in this very climate we're in right now a non-vote from a black person is a vote for trump and they'll say well hey why isn't it a vote for biden let's talk about it if you just remove black people from the equation altogether and just let's just have everybody else on the field. The whites that like Trump and the whites who like Biden is damn near equal. It's damn near equal. Okay, on any given Sunday. So when you add blacks to the mix, who they vote for makes it a game changer. It makes it a game changer, party people. Now, if you have an incumbent like Trump with no black votes going against someone else with no black votes, 
really you're saying that I want Trump to be able to win because it's hard to beat the incumbent without having the X factor. So when you don't vote, you're really just giving a vote for Donald Trump. And if you do that, you're also accepting that you kind of like Donald Trump better. And that's okay, but just admit it. Just admit that you like the man better, man. That's all you got to do. Stop with the faking and fronting. Stop with the faking and fronting. You like Donald Trump, man? Just be proud, man, and say it, man. Hey, man, I kind of like this guy, man. Be Kanye West. But if you don't vote on this fuck Biden shit, you're really saying in this very climate they're in right now that I'm going to give an extra vote to Trump. Period. You can say it doesn't matter. It's not that, but it is. You can say it shouldn't be that, but it is. You can say it won't be that, but it is. We only got two candidates, bro. Unless, of course, once again, you like Donald Trump and you're in three states where they're going to have him on a fucking ballot and shit. Other than that, you uh, have two choices. And really, you got three choices. One is vote for Trump. Two is vote for Biden. Three is don't vote at all. And if you're not voting at all, why do you care so much about what voters are doing? That's my whole point. Shut the hell up and just stay at home and don't do anything. It's your right. You should do that. Whatever you feel, do it, man. I'm not trying to here to scrutinize any part of that. Do what you feel. But if you ain't voting, shut the hell up. What you got to do with it? Why do you care? Why are you talking about shit that voters do? That's what I want to know. Anybody call 323-815-4204. Did you happen to see the video of Ice Cube? Oh, I did see the video of Ice Cube. And what did you think of what he had to well, say? Well, again, I... I uh, I believe in people in the idea that people should do whatever they want to do. And Ice Cube is saying, basically, look, we get nothing from these people, whether you're Democratic or Republican. And until we all stand together and vote together, uh, it's not going to do anything. And you're wasting your time because none of this shit even matters. Basically, I have a clip. Do you want to oh, bust it out? So, over the last four days, four days, <laughs> the Democratic National Party held a convention. A lot of people, you know what I mean, getting up there and talking and, you know, everybody really, you know, eating it up, you know, throwing their hands in the air like they just don't care damn near. So <laughs> it's it's uh I like Ice Cube. You know what I didn't hear is what's in it for us? <clears throat> what's in it for the black community besides the same old thing we've been getting from these uh, parties? What's in it for us for real? You know, um I didn't hear anybody mention a contract with black America. And I don't know why, because it's one of the most comprehensive um, reform uh, documents that's come about in a long time that could really address the problem. What document the way is it that? Look, they don't have a plan. Everybody's, you know, talking about get Trump out, get Trump out, get Trump out. If you vote, that, that's going to happen in, on the first day. So now what? Trump out, now what? What? <clears throat> what do we get in the first hundred days? Okay, I agree with that. I agree that I have not heard some super special agenda that, hey, if you vote for us, 
We're going to do these things. I haven't heard it yet, personally. I have not. I haven't heard it either. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, we already know Trump ain't shit. Move on. Like, what's going to happen when you get elected? Mm -hmm. What are you going to do about this coronavirus, the economy? Like, I know he's saying about the black agenda but what is that what yeah. what is that what does that look like what does it look because like? we're already so divided as a people like can we even come together and as one and come up with that plan that black contract he's speaking of like mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's like, what? what is the... I'm sure some people have a comprehensive plan, but where, where is it? Where could, where do we see this plan? Well, like, that's, this is what I want to know by all these people who um, talk so much shit all the time about what we're not getting, right? Is what should we be asking for? That's the first question. What should we be asking for as a collective? And then number two is... What are you doing to demand these things? All you want to do is come and talk out the yap. Who the fuck have you called? Who have you written to? Who have you demanded to? Who have you brought together to work together to try to do a thing that we're going to all get something out? What are you doing? Nothing. So shut the hell up. Now, back to your question. What are we getting? We don't know. I don't know. I, I can say that a million times. I don't know what the hell. All I can look at the situation is say is who's smarter. <laughs> That's what I look at. Who's smarter? Who's more competent? Who can um, look at a situation and make a real good decision? That's what I look at. Who um, and and we have the power as the people to really make demands how we want to make demands. But we don't make demands as a collective. That's the problem. You just say your little shit on your little posts and think that shit is doing something. That's not an activision. And not only That's that, acting. what are you doing for us? You asking that of the white man and the government, but what are you as an individual doing for your your community? Like... What are you doing to make a change? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And look, why are we asking and not demanding? Okay. But then it immediately comes back to what are we demanding? Yeah. And who are we demanding it to? When once the all the once the election happens and the president, whoever gets chosen, uh, unfolds, you are gonna be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, what did I demand? What did I ask for? And for 99.9999999% of the people, it's going to be nothing. You didn't ask for shit. You know what? I had a personal situation where it was a business situation and the other person felt like they were treating being treated unfairly or whatnot. But then when I asked, well, what is it that you want? They didn't have an answer. Yeah. What is Have you it ever that done? you what, what do you want for dinner tonight? I don't know. Yeah. Like, you uh-huh, know, uh-huh. what are you... Uh-huh. A lot of people that are complaining, do they really know what they want? They do not. They don't have an answer. That's my whole thing. You're so damn smart. You're so damn boisterous. You're speaking up on every damn thing. When it comes down to it, what are you asking for? What are you asking for and who are you asking? Because you can have it in your mind all day. Nobody else knows. We have to first decide on what it is that we, what common interests we all have. There are things easily put that are common interests to all of us. And that's where the demands begin your little personal opinions and shit you think you need for yourself that shit don't matter to everybody else it does not matter what do you have to request we do have a phone call oh we have a caller all right 
What's happening, caller? Thanks for calling Mike Robertson Boulevard. We are digging in on this voting discussion and all that stuff. Who is this? Who we got? Oh, man, it's your boy Rich, man. How you doing? Rich, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. You know, just, you know, fan of your show, man, and want to call in. All right, man. I love it, man. Well, shoot, I got some questions for you then, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> to close up this topic we're on right now, right, Rich? First of all, let me give it up to Rich Jefferson who called in. I mean, I mean Harrison who called in, who um, is a, an author and he's been on my show before. I appreciate you calling. Um, <clears throat> I have this issue and you don't have to agree with me. We all have our own opinions and I really want your true opinion. There are these folks out there who are bashing Biden and uh, Kamala, who I have my own criticisms for them, right? Mm-hmm. But we have these people who are non-voters who spend all day long bashing the voters. And I just want to understand, man, if you're not voting, why do they care so much? And so I will just want to get your opinion on uh, these candidates, what we should be asking for. Yeah. Um, is it even worth our time? Tell me what you think about that. Well, you know, voting is, is always worth our time, my man, because our ancestors sacrificed so much for us to have the right to vote. One, Okay. you notice since 2008, especially around 2010 time frame, the Republicans have been huge on voter suppression. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, Texas, they have, they have launched an all-out attack on the black vote. In fact, a federal judge in South Carolina said that the, the Republicans have targeted the black vote with, with surgical precision. So you know that if someone's trying to take it away from you, then your vote is very important. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So the issue with Trump during the 2016 election, more people stayed home than voted, and that's why we got ODB, Orange Dirty Bastard, in office. <laughs> Oh, I love it. ODB. I love it. That's it. So, yeah, but see, the thing is, man, I think that, you know, you guys are making some points. I think that black people need to have political unity. You know, we're fighting over parties that neither one of us own. Right. I mean, like, if you got you got Crips and Bloods that are fighting in the street over territory they don't own, you got Republicans and Democrats fighting over a party they don't own. What's the difference? Facts. They're, they're, assass- they're, they're assassinating each other. So it's very little difference between the two. But what we need is political unity. And then once we get that political unity, then we can make the demand. Like, in, in my opinion, I think there's five things, there's five key things that black America should ask for. And that's mass incarceration reform, the miseducation of our children. Mm. Because, you know, like any education system or law or anything, it, it's grounded in the society that is built within. So if your education system is built within a society of white supremacy, it's not going to be conducive to our black and brown children to grow and develop and have self-esteem. So we need to. So our kids mm-hmm. are being miseducated. Mm-hmm. Each reform, gentrification, and access to white banks. Now I went on uh, Joe Biden's website and he has some good. Okay, stuff. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, now I caught the first two. What's the last three? Uh, police reform. Police reform. Okay, I'm with that. And, and access to white banks. Hmm. Now what does that mean? Well, what that means is is that we we need well. There's, there's several ways we can go about it. We can get reparations, mm-hmm. like they gave, like white people have been the biggest benefactors of, uh, beneficiaries of, of reparations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jews got reparations. Hell, in 1988, Reagan gave reparations to the Japanese mm. for, for the four years they were in the internment camp in World War, in World War II. Mm. We built this country working 256 years for free. Why can't we get reparations? Mm-hmm. So either that, no interest loans like they gave the GI Bill after World War II and, and allowed America, white America to build suburbia by push, pushing us in these ghettos. You know, so we need a direct investment of cash mm. into our communities. Just, mm. like they helped, just like the government helped white America build suburbia and gave white people all that land after, after the Civil War, they need to do something for us like that. Facts. Facts. Who's making those demands right now, Rich? That's the main issue, my man, is nobody is, because we don't have any political unity. You know, we, we're fighting over, um, you know, I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. Um, I, think, I think he is 
he lacks the basic gravitas that is worthy of the office. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he tells lies on top of lies, lies, lies. It's a, his last, his last uh, car, uh, media interview, he told 27 lies. Who do you know <laughs> 27 lies in one conversation? Damn. <laughs> Nobody ever, man. I mean, I mean, I, wow. I mean, so, and, and, but he has a cult-like following. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That we that we need to respect. But the thing is, nobody because you got the Republicans that are um, samboing or cooning or cooning to the white elitists in their party. Mm-hmm. And then you pretty much have on the Democratic side, they're pretty much status quo because they know we're, they, they know we're they're going to get our vote. Okay, so but it happens on both sides. You got the Democrats that take advantage of the black vote, but you got the Republicans that take advantage of the white vote. Mm-hmm. Look at look at uh, Kentucky. Under uh, Turkey Nick McConnell, he's forty fourth in everything in the country. Forty fourth in economics, forty fourth in infrastructure, and those poor white people still vote for him. You got the poorest county in the country, named Sumner County, named after a Confederate general in Alabama. He's seventy eight percent white, and those poor country white folks still will vote Republican. Mm. So it goes on both ways. Mm. I, I think us as black people, we need political unity. We got to stop this infighting, man. Right. Right, because I think that like if you here's the thing, man, we don't have to like each other, man. We we as black people do not have to like each other or agree on shit. It's just that the things that we have in common, the common needs that we have, are the things that we should put down our differences and fight for what the uh, advantages of the common desires that we have amongst each other, man. That's how I look at it. You're absolutely correct. I mean, I think that it should be. See, the thing is, we need, you know, since the beginning of the country, we, we need, you've got some black people. When you look at the Nat Turner Rebellion or mm-hmm. Mark Esty or Gabriel Prowse, there's always, the, you know, the house dude that had the tail, you know. Right. Because so, he wanted to be within the white man's graces. And you look at the Republican Party, and they all have the same narrative. That's what they want. That's more important to them than having black unity. I don't understand that. We're so powerful. You put 1.8 trillion in this economy, you know, bigger than all the nations mm. of Spain. Mm. So we have we have economic we have we're an economic juggernaut if we stick together. But we're so we're so caught up for some reason in pandering to the white narrative, and they're sitting at us controlling us like puppets on string, laughing at us. Right. Right. Laughing at us, and we're the laughing stock of the whole show. You know, you, you're right, man. I mean, why do you think? They keep killing black they black men. They're not killing Jews, whites, Asians. Because if they do, there's going to be an economic and a physical backlash. Right. They can kill black men with absolute impunity and go and, and go to work, you know, and you know, and get a, a and get a badge of honor or whatever for doing it. Right. Be like, oh well. Oh well. But if you but 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 this is the thing. If you look at like I said before. Everything is grounded in society that's built within. So if you look at the origins of the police, and they were started in 1704 as slave catchers. So they were, they were created to catch brothers like me and you running, running to freedom. Right. And that is their mentality. And they had like mm-hmm. three rules. One was catch and apprehend slaves, impose the law that the slave owners, you know, you know divvied out, mm-hmm. and steal fear into, into slaves through acts of brutality and terror. So from 1704... Up until, and then you got 18, after the Civil War, 1865, Jim Crow starts. Then they start to impose the Jim Crow law, right? Mm-hmm. That was the law. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, and then a lot of people don't notice, but we were still slaves up until 1945. Mm. So they still were imposing that law. And the only reason why slavery ended is because FDR didn't want the Germans and the Japanese to use the, the mistreatment of black folks against America in World War II. So we were still slaves up until 1945, which is called sharecropping. And the police were to impose those laws, mm. and they still have that mentality. That's why they are killing us. Wow, man. On that note, let's talk about this recent shit, man. Yeah. Um, this thing is happening right now. Brother Jacob Blake, right? Yeah. Are you familiar with this story? I know you are. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Brother man got um, shot seven times in the back by a police officer. In front of his kids, man. And the thing is, when you do that type shit, man, not only did they, did they paralyze this brother, but they also um, terrorized 
his kids, man, for the rest of their lives, man, pushed it right into their psyche that will be passed down through their DNA to their kids, man. And they do this shit again and again and again and again, man. You're absolutely right, man. And you can't, you know, the thing is, we, we live in a society of, of police killings. You know, last year there were 1,019 police killings. Mm. And 75% of those were black men. And look, we kill, that's the average of three killings a day. We kill, please kill more people in this country, in this country in days, than other countries kill in years. Mm. And, you know, look, Dylan Roof can walk into it. I heard you mention this earlier. Dylan Roof can walk into a church, shoot nine black people, sit down and pray with them, and then shoot nine black people, and the, and the cops took him to McDonald's because he was hungry. Mm, mm, mm. Okay? So, and, he, and you would think, bro, like I was thinking like, okay, 2020, these cops got to chill. You know, everything's closed. We got pandemic. You know, ain't that going. In 2020, this year, they set a record. They already killed 751 people. They killed more people in the first year of 20 than they did in the, fir I mean, the first quarter, I'm sorry, of 2020, than they did the first quarter of the previous five years. Mm. They, so they're, just, they're just getting worse. You know why? Because they don't care. We are looked at as three-fifths of a human being. And you're supposed to be black, you're aggressive, you're strong, you're built like an ape, and they're afraid of you. So they, you know, so if you make any false moves, let me bam, 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 and kill this strong, black, aggressive black man. Yeah, and you know what else is a trip, man? I've talked about this before on this show. Mm -hmm. You know, we look at the murders, we look at the killings, and those statistics are there. Right. But there's no stat for the uh, for instance this case where this gentleman got shot in his back seven times and he's paralyzed nobody don't count that there's no stat for the paralysis there's no stat for the billy clubs to the ankle breaking the legs breaking the arms choking how many chokes do we have on the books how many strangles do we have on the books we don't even count all that type of stuff so they look at the killings as a as a number of the uh, 1,000, but there's how many tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of other offenses are happening every day where somebody doesn't die? You're absolutely right, my man. And you know what? Um, just take a, a, a little step back. There is, you know, of course, you know, in 1704, there was no federal FBI reporting, anything like that. But since, it, since you can, there, there has been a government somewhat of an oversight, there was no federal mandate that police have to report killings or brutalities or beatings to the feds to report. So we don't even know how many black men have been dead and killed True. or or maimed because there's no federal mandate to have to report it. So we'll never know, my man. Man. Damn, that hurts, man. That hurts. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's um, you know, and, it, and, and the reason why they have this carte, this carte blanche, you know, way of doing things is because... It's in their origins, and the only way it's going to change is a major overhaul of the police. Or black folks going to have to build their own communities where they can have true community policing. Because the community, to me, you can't be a community police officer unless you live in that community. Facts. You can't, you can't, you can't come in Inglewood. Well, Inglewood's getting gentrified now. But you can't be in Compton or wherever, <laughs> and you live in Simi Valley. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, all, all you know, all hood is getting gentrified. So to me. It was like, it, it, you know, my rule, like, you got to live in this community. And you got to do a 90-day op in that community to get to know the people before you can police. Because you got to know people, the mentality, because I was, of the people you're going to police. I was talking to this white lady who's educated, and she, and she wanted to talk about how to handle kids and how to handle black and brown kids because they're aggressive. I said, well, first of all, you have to understand their background, their culture. They grew up in the inner city, uh, Kirky and Sally and, 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 and Herpy or whatever his name. They grew up in Mayberry. You said Herpy. So there's a difference in the mentality. So the police have to get to know the community before they can police it. Until that happens, man, they're going to look at us like savages. Man, that's the worst part of it, man. Damn. Well, look, man. Um, shit, man. I'm already past my time, man. Um, Thank you, man. I got to get you to come back in, bro. Anytime, um, anytime, man. You call me, man. You know, you, know, I, you know I got love for you, man. I'm coming to you anytime you want me to. Yeah, call. man, for sure, man. Uh, tell the people about you. You do your shit on Fridays, man. Tell the people yeah. about that right quick. I have a show called Kingdom with Conversation, and we take an unapologetic look at issues 
that impact the black community. I mean, we don't take we don't try to take sides on Democrat or Republican or whatever. We just look at what are, we focus on. The, to your point, we focus on the issues, not parties or division, and how we're going to go about getting that you know that demand and getting that change. We need change, brother. Damn, I believe it, man. Three thirty on, on Fridays on Facebook and YouTube. All right, all right, my dope, my brother, man. Thanks for checking in with me, dog. Yes, sir. All right, man. Holla back. Holla back later on. All right. All right, look, party people, man, we passed our time. I think we had some good discussion today, man. I got shit off my chest, you know what I mean? I want to appreciate my man Rich for calling in, POTUS for chiming in and, you know, keeping the conversation going. Um, Listen, guys, do your own thing. Be a thinking person. Use your mind, man. And if you're not involved in this shit, man, stay out of it, man. Stop fucking it up for everybody else, man. For real, though, man. I'm King Mike Boogie Supreme Microphone Fiend and the place to be. This is Mike Robinson Boulevard, man. Next week, we got my homegirl, like I said. Um, we got Lisa Rogers Cherry. We got Pip interview coming up. We're doing our thing, man. We out of here, y'all. 5,000 G. Hey, oh, man, I love that loveliness right there. From sea to shining sea, I'm the only MC to see. Thunderstorm and I'm Katrina.